on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Five minutes after six here on High Tide. A happy Father's Day to you if you've just joined us. The forecast for today for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay looks this way. West to southwesterly winds below 10 knots becoming southeasterly in the middle of the day, then becoming east to northeasterly late in the afternoon. Seas below 0.5 of a metre. For Broken Bay to Port Hacking, if you're thinking of heading offshore, a southerly 10 to 15 knots becoming variable 10 knots in the middle of the day. It's almost variable now, I can tell you out there. Below one metre, southerly two metres, tending uh, the swell will be southeasterly 1.5 to two metres by the evening. So that's starting to get up a little bit, but still should be a pleasant day out there. It should be. Now let's go up to Crescent Head Country Club, and I believe Cole Ryan's got a little fishing comp coming up. Morning, Cole. Good morning, Blakey. How you going? Yeah, we've got a, uh, a week of fishing coming up in October. Beautiful. Now, you, some of the listeners might remember Crescent Head Country Club. We gave away a few holidays up there, didn't we? That we did. Yeah, yeah, they went down very well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice part of the world to be. So what, what's the fishing comp? Are you running a charity event or what is it, Cole? Yeah, it's for um, a local charity, Hastings Little Wishes. Yeah. Um, they look after or do um, wishes or special wishes for families who have been impacted by serious illness to children right um so it's a very good cause that we're doing it for and and you had irene on the show there a few weeks that's right yes we did so um yeah it's it's a time to have fun go fishing and and while you're at it you're raising some money for a great cause so you're having a week's event is that timing in with gone fishing day or is that after that? yeah that's right that's part of the event right um, the Gorn Fishing, but instead of having a Gorn Fishing Day, we thought we'd have a Gorn Fishing Week. That sounds better. <laughs> that sounds better. <laughs> no complaints. Here. So, like, if people want a, a book, or what dates it's on up there? What, when are you having it? Um, the presentation, so it, it'll finish on Sunday, the 22nd of October, and the presentation will be on that day. Yeah. Um, but it, it will commence the week before. So it's really up to people how long they want want to go fishing for themselves, obviously. But if people um, want to book them... There'll be weigh-ins every day all that oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so from Saturday the 14th, it'll kick off. And then from Sunday the 15th, there'll be weigh-ins every day all week. Um, there'll be weigh-ins between four and seven each day. And then there'll be a final weigh-in on the, on the 22nd. So the idea would be to book a holiday up there and go up for have a week fishing. That's right. That's right. And there's accommodation, um, the caravan park right next door to the club, the Clay Valley Coast Holiday Parks. Yeah. We've got the Med um, in Crescent Head, which is a motel style. And then if you look at uh, the the housing accommodation, obviously, as well, Airbnb and that style of thing, um, and, and weekly accommodation through one of the real estates. Okay. Sounds like a good trip to me. So I must apologise. I'd already booked a trip overseas. <laughs> I won't be yeah, there for yeah. it. I found that out. I was talking to Kieran during the week. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm away overseas. But uh, I'd love to get up there. But it's a great, great spot. And you've got all the facilities there anyway. Did you get your new golf course? What were you building up there? That, that's mini golf. It's under construction at the moment. There you go. It's not too far away and that will be open. The grandkids, Blakey. Yeah. 
I'll send them up there. I'll stay down here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's going to be a good thing to blame the grandkids while the uh, the adults have fun playing. Yeah. That's that's the one. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. It's like Lego. Yeah. It's like Lego. I bought this for the kids. Now get out of the way. I'm playing. But ha- yeah. <laughs> Problem is, you got to clean up the mess afterwards with oh, Lego. I, I don't mind that. Well, you I, you do mind at about three o'clock in the morning when you're dashing to the bathroom and tread on one. Oh yeah, not good. Yeah. Not good. So, Kyle, Grant, well, I think we're putting the stuff up on the website on our Facebook page, aren't we? About the crescent head. Yeah. When's that going? Yeah. Up? Uh, don't know. Okay, I, just, <laughs> I, I think I'm. I think I'm just waiting for it to all be uh, official yeah. and sorted. And once it is, I'll, I'll whack it up there, and all okay. the details will be up there. Okay, no problem. Um, anyone who enters will go in the draw to win a trip to Hammersfoot Island. Oh, happy days! Um, so that's through Robert Oatley. They're one of our sponsors. Through Robert Oatley Wines, yes, yeah. Um, and there's plenty of prizes that will be on on offer. Okay. Um, and, and that's all all on the fly, which will be up on your website soon, okay. or on your Facebook page soon. No sorry. worries. Okay. And well, it's, on, it's on the club's Facebook page. Okay. Crescent Head Country yeah. Club. And okay. I'll chase up that de- those details and get them up there this week for you, Cole. Thanks, Grant. No problem. Okay, Cole, thank you for that. We'll talk to you in the next couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Colin and Ryan, Crescent Head Country Club. Wouldn't it be Club? good if they had a team's event? I'd, I'd enter me. Yeah, PJ and Laurie. Yeah, good as a team. Yeah, that'd, that'd work cheap. for me. Yeah, okay. I, no, might even no, get, no, I might even get Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle. Duff Salamander Bait yeah. and Tackle. A bit far from travel. We'll find well, out. Well, Tony can look after the shop. Okay. Morning, Matt. Well, good morning. Happy Sunday. Where am I going? Yeah. Crescent Head Crescent Country Head. Club. Yeah. Have you, have you got Kieran's card? <laughs> 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 we'll get the credit card as well. Don't worry. It'll be right. And it's not uh, it's not going to bounce not bounce such a check it's not going to be declined is it? <laughs> yeah, well, did you hear Laurie McInerney earlier? Just for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, happy Sunday. Crescent Head, a nice little spot. I've only been here a couple of times actually. The, uh, the old wormer comes from Crescent Head. Our wormer. So hello to Al the wormer. Um, he hasn't started yet, but uh, he's a Crescent Head local. Um, nice little spot. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, now, what have we got weather-wise? I'm just looking while we're talking, talking Crescent Head. I need to talk fishing, and uh, it's going to be 19 and cloudy. That wind's died off by the look of it. It's only just a gentle puff from the north, um, which is nothing. Uh, the sea would probably still be up a little bit, but I'd check with Marine Rescue. I think they're saying the swell's just uh, moderate from memory, but I haven't seen too many boats. I think the guys put the boats away, yeah, 1.8, 1.7. Probably still a bit bumpy after yesterday. Um, rest of the week's looking good. Um, and uh, about the same temperatures, like 19 or 20, so not going to be overly warm. Overcast conditions are good, but that being that it's Father's Day, I suggest they might all be having a late breakfast, so they may may not be going fishing early. Um, We had some good reports yesterday, though, uh, off the main break walls, and Brim have really started to turn up in more numbers, so they seem to just be a bit late. So a few blackfish caught off there. Um, Some guys got some Taylor off Single Bay Beach um, yesterday morning. Um, A couple of Brim off uh, Box Beach, which is just north of that, which is a nice little beach there, too. Uh, Selway Beach there, getting a few whiting during the week, they told me, up around um, Nelson Head, just on, um, go and pump some yabbies down there at Roywood Reserve or um, Taylor's Beach, or there's heaps of spots you can pump them up here pretty successfully, so just get a low tide down there, they're a good, good all-around bait, the old yabby. Um, guys, uh, I've talked to some guys that set some crab traps over the week, they haven't done any good yet, I know we talked crab yesterday, so... As we said, any month with R in it, and September it is, it's probably the first month, so it was always a crabbing month. A um, couple of reports of some flathead over at Lower Pindana over there, and I didn't get any reports from the outside guys because it wasn't um, suitable for yesterday, it was a bit bumpy. Um, off the Ocean Rocks, 
few blackfish, Baruby, um, the odd drummer off Fisherman's Bay and Boat Harbour, and the odd pan-sized red. But the drummers have been drummers have been really hard this year for some reason. All the guys I talk to that fish for them regularly have struggled here um, for, for this season anyway. Um, and my last but not least, there's a few Bonito hanging around the outer light there, so a little bit light on uh, for reports today. We had a few out yesterday, but the weather wasn't so flat. That suddenly blew most of the day. Um, hopefully the rest of the week's looking good. It's warming up in the middle of the week, and I can't ask you about race tips because we didn't have any... Ra- you must have had a bet, though, I bet you No, didn't. I did not have a bet. No, you didn't. Did not oh, have a bet. No. I took a look at one and was going to actually jump in and say, hey, we'll make this the best bet for the day. Best thing I ever did you was did. not do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been sacked on my first appearance. So you both feel clean and good that's about it. yourselves. Yeah. Okay, yeah. enough, we both, we both won. We didn't have a bet. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's a win. That's exactly right. That's how you do win. Um, and other than that, uh, I'll be going back to um, repairing and building some more rods. Um, okay, hang on, hang on. on. What yeah. can you do for Father's Day if someone needs a late Father's Day present? Uh, they can come in here. Oh, vouchers. We have vouchers. There you go. Very trendy vouchers that actually fit inside a card. It's like you've even cared and made an effort. <laughs> and, and, and I fill it out, and it's very professionally done. Of course, the vouchers didn't come from us. I had to get them done by the printer man, so they look very good. And they're cardboardy and very robust. So there you go. And I can put any dollar figure on them you like. Alan. <laughs> okay. what, what, what were you after? <laughs> I thought oh, you were going to buy something from Blake's Marine. Every time you sell a bar crush, I'll get, get a voucher. There, there you go. go. Not a problem at all. <laughs> That's cross-selling at its best. Um, cross-selling, I said, everyone, relax. Um, you, uh, you chaps have a great day. Are you doing anything for Father's Day? No, nah, quite day to day. I, ha- I yeah. had the ice cream party for the four-year-old granddaughter yesterday. Yeah, that's the excuse. It was for him. <laughs> yeah, with the Mister Whippy what, van what, there, the whole box and dice. What's an ice cream party? There's lots of ice cream, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the ice cream truck comes there, parks there for an hour. Oh, right. In my daughter's place. It's how to, how, to, how to lose friends. So what you do, you invite all the kids around, fill them full of sugar and send them home to their oh, parents. Although I think the neighbours, after an hour and a half of Mr Whippy's song playing continuously at the front, might <laughs> yeah, have got yeah, their They music off, surely. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> Mr Whippy had been there in the fetal position rocking, uh, drinking scotch or something. I he was too busy making ice creams. <laughs> uh, I would have climbed on top with the side cutters. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Maybe ice cream trucks, that's what we need. Oh, yeah, I like the other. They used to drive around the streets, remember? Yeah, they, they do, still do. They still do. Oh, do they? Yep. Uh, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to use a credit card now. Oh, no, yeah, no, he still takes right. cash. That's right. And, that, and that, so what, what, what would the 30 cent ice cream cost you? About $19 now. Yeah. Oh, they're about $7 now, 30 cent <laughs> ice creams. <laughs> and this fancy yeah. one's about $16. Okay, <laughs> Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, 498 20711. That's the price of the skin of beer. Anyway, righto, okay, righto, you chaps, have a great time, man. We'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. <laughs> Thanks, man. We'll be back with more of High Tide in a minute. Talking sport, weekdays from three. There's been recommendations that we, we've got to put a statue up in yeah. this. Why? I came fourth. I want to make sure that nobody forgets what our Socceroos did at the World Cup. Only just beaten by the world champions of the men's game. On the statue, saw the Matildas. Yeah. Number four. Think it's a bit of virtue signalling. Weekdays from three. Steve Lee says as we're about to go to a break. Evening, Mr. Hughes, or in Spanish, that would be buenos noches, <laughs> senor. Thank you, Graham, for yet another tip. Tip on to the soccer bit with the kids. Yeah. One of my mate's kids was, was pretty good, you know, and it costs so much if you're into the reps. Oh, yeah, it's massive. Once you step up, it costs thousands. Listen, I, um, I love you. 
gives her the goats of all radio, I reckon. We, we often talk about you. like rather than love, uh, Jim, but anyway. Such a strong well, word, love. Love you, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2SM. Talking Sport. This is the sound of David finding a bargain on his car insurance. Woohoo! <laughs> and this is the sound of what that bargain may cost David in the long run. That's right, that's the sound of bargain regret, which can be very expensive. Worried about cheap insurance? Who offers great value cover you won't regret? Amy does. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the PDS at amy.com.au and consider whether it's right for you. TMD also available. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. Every mine eventually comes to an end, but the use of the land never should. It's why Glencore is a leader in mine rehabilitation in Australia working to return Glencore coal mines to native forests and usable farmland. We do this because we believe it's the responsible thing to do. To learn more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore, advancing everyday life. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 19 minutes after 6 here on High Tide. Now, we normally go up the mid-north coast to talk to this lady, but I think she's closer to Sydney at the moment. Uh. Melinda Pavey, good morning. Good morning. Happy Father's Day. Thank you, and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Where are you hiding this weekend? Um, I'm at Bar Point. Bar Point? And in the middle of last night and the night before, an extraordinary bioluminescence episode. Oh, okay. I saw that happening, yeah, with all the the algae and all the... um, And it's nice and blue colours. Yeah, so it had something to do with the big tides. Yes. And the plankton, doesn't it? Yeah, plankton, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and it's so pretty, like it's just extraordinary. But I've just been doing my own little bit of research, otherwise known as searching Google, <laughs> and uh, I found that um, it's usually meant to happen when the water's a bit warmer. Um, but oh my gosh, it was so pretty, so pretty. And we're up here with some kids, and they were very excited, and they were out in the boat last night having a look at it. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Very, very beautiful up here. It's just an extraordinary place, isn't it? It it is a nice part of the world up around Bar Point. And have you caught a fish? Ah, uh, well, you know, we had a bit of a go, but I'm I'm generous. I'm going to leave it for some other people to catch. Bl- blame um, blame we, we blame the blue colour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We talk, 
I was talking to Grant earlier in the week, and it's like, you know, it's just, it just, only when I'm with Laurie McAnally did they decide to jump onto my line. <laughs> well, I've, I've been troubled now. I've been decked out by the complete angler uh, at Villawood, and so now I've got the trick gear. My excuse list has just gone shoom, out the door, so I've got to start catching fish now. Yeah, well, Kieran said he told Mel, Mel to get some ultramite. I said, bad move because you don't catch any fish. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he did tell me to get some ultrabite. It's a fish attractor, he said, in, in, in parentheses. Um, he said, buy it in a tackle store. But the problem is I just ran out of time. You know, oh, that's right. Well, see, that's why, you haven't, that's why you haven't caught any fish because you didn't have the ultrabite. And, Mel, on our um, Facebook page today, there's a video that I put up. It was especially for me. And the voiceover says, I'm actually a very good fisherman. The fish jet aren't very good at getting on my hook. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit of us. And... Um, Gee, I love listening to PJ earlier, um, all those recipes. Not that he's meant to be talking about the recipes, but, oh, gee, it's a treat. And that was very interesting, Alan, about the oyster soup. I'd, I'd read something about that as well. It is something that comes out of the States. Yes, yeah, but it was something to do with um, the stuff out of Korea, it was. And, uh, yeah, they stopped it, which is a shame. And it's good to have Laurie back in the postcode. Oh, it is, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's in trouble with Julie, but for buying another boat off me. I was going to say, it's, it's pretty good for Blake's Marine, too, because he's just grabbed another boat. I just love all the justifications. I just needed a little boat to tell me, you know, on trailers for when I get around and get around. Well, That's I hope it. he's getting around, and I'm going to get it to Julie. They're not moving north. They've got to stay there. They're like royalty out there at Southwest <laughs> The mayor of Jerseyville. <laughs> I just love how it's sort of fun. It's a bit like watching politics, isn't it? Because he started off with a budget, right? And and that was all smoothed over and everything was great, and the budget doubled by the time he's got the boat. That's about normally what happens. <laughs> well, as I say... You know, you've got to spend it. Your last check for The Undertaker. That's the one that should bounce. That's the one. That's the one. So what else have you been up to, Mel? I was very interested to hear the Irrigators Council on your program this morning, Claire Miller, very smart woman, yeah, um, and really talking about uh, the environment and doing something about the carp. Now, I raised that the other day with you. A uh, good mate of mine had been out there at the Macquarie Marshes and um, been having a look at the river system because, you know, we've had some beautiful rains over the past couple of years and we're, it's blooming dry now. But, you know, the carp infestation is shocking. And, you know, if we really want to fix the quality of our river system, this is, you know, a lot of attention from the Murray-Darling Basin Authority. Uh, must go to that problem. But the, there's going to be a carp eradication scheme some six or eight years ago, and they employed uh, people to do that, but it's just fallen by the wayside. Well, this is the problem. Things just fall by the wayside, and you know, Claire's raised it, we'll raise it. You know, we've just got to you know keep the the attention, you know, and the good common sense, practical ideas yeah. that Kieran's had in the past with the yeah. you know the bow and arrow competition. Yeah. That's the, that's the sensible stuff. But, we haven't been able to solve it with science or bringing in another predator. Um, we've just got to try and manage yeah. it as best we can. I should qualify that the the system of the eradication is going to be by the feds, not by the state government. Yeah, and that's through the Murray-Darling Basin Authority. They've got to really put some energy into that because it's not just all about taking water. You've got to make sure that the water there is there um, is is strong and healthy. And that was one of the things that, you know, I was looking at as minister, um, making sure that the offtake of the dams, you know, changing that 
can actually have a, a better impact on fish breeding and, and, and health of health of the rivers. Um, and that potentially is one of the areas that we should be looking at spending the multi-billions of dollars that's sitting there with the authority um, to make those offtakes. Uh, it's going to be expensive to change that on a dam. There's no doubt about it. But if you can make sure that the, the fish are coming through at the same sort of water temperature, it's going to be a better outcome. Yeah, now I was, I was happy to see on the reports this week that all the dam levels are near 100% after that rain they had the other week. And good old Chaffee at 101%, you yeah. said earlier. Yeah. Yeah, but that can, that can change very quickly, Chaffee. I, I would predict by end of summer, Chaffee could be down like even at about you know 50 or 60%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is an important dam. That's why we need another water source out there at Tamworth because you've got such big production, agricultural production, um, the the poultry industry, uh, as well as you've got your town and you've got you know a lot of people come during the the festival, um, the Tamworth Music Festival. Um, it for what the town needs and to grow, we do need some more water. And if the El Nino, as it's being predicted, is is staying around. And we're hearing more and more. Um, you know, we even put the sprinklers on at home this week off our tanks. It's a rainwater tank. And, you know, a 10,000-litre tank, you know, we've, we've almost used a third, just yeah. about five or six, you know, making sure the grass wasn't going to die. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's indulgent. We've got a water tank. We can do that. But uh, it's as dry as chips out there. And as I said last week, a lot of families, a lot of people are getting water cut into their tanks on their properties. And, um, you know, until you've got to Ebor from um, driving from Tamworth through Armadale, it was really dry. And the, the, the farm dams were down at about, you know, a third full yeah. in some of those areas. Okay. So how long are you down the Hawkesbury for? Uh, we head back home today. So we've got the, the 21-year-old who's just turned 21. Uh, she is on her way up to have Father's Day with her father. So it was a bit of a, you know, a good location that she didn't have to drive all the way up home. And, you know, we got to hang out with some really good friends of ours here. Um, and we're all having a bit of fun and enjoying ourselves. Uh, and talking about enjoying ourselves, our, our son, as you know, is in the in the forces. He's um, over in the Philippines. And okay. He had three days to R&R in Manila. He got to stay. Um, they, they're able to get off the ship. They've been on the ship for a few weeks. And it's pretty close quarters. And, you know, let's not forget Jackson Army, man. He's not a Navy man, so <laughs> yes. if you can get off a ship, he can. It's a good idea. Even though he loves the ocean and surfing, he he, he was never attracted to the Navy. It was too small a space, a bit confined. Um, but anyway, he's had three days um, in Manila. so And much harder been, to catch waves. Yeah, he's been part of all those training exercises. Very yeah, I don't think he got to surf. But there are some amazing surf spots, though, Grant, I think, somewhere through the Philippines. Oh, yeah, everywhere. All through through Indonesia, Papua New Guinea's got some great places. Just don't take little boats between the islands. Ah, yeah. (laughs) They were lucky, that group, except for one of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, uh, except for one of the crew. And and imagine the financial damage to those those people losing their boat. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because they wouldn't have insurance over there. And they just, I I mean, I suppose they just don't have the the technology or the satellite to know, you know, that there was a bloody big storm coming, which is what happened to them. Well, the the technology's there. Predict wind and and things like that, and that's a worldwide thing. But it's the cost involved in having it and the wherewithal. And those sort of boats wouldn't have the power on board to be able to run it, I'd suggest. And, you know, what did I see, as I told you the other day, just off Changu Beach out at Bali? You know, a bunch of 
you know, probably very wealthy German tourists getting into one of those little boats in between, you know, surf with little children on the boat. Uh, and not one of the idiots had a life jacket yeah. on. You see that in America. They go out through, you know, the haul out inlet and there's kids sitting on the bows of boats and I'm talking really young kids and they haven't got it like sitting on the bow of the boat stupid anyway because if you go under under the first thing you're going to hit is the prop on the way mm-hmm. through but without a life jacket yeah. in you know it's almost like watching currents of water come thundering past just crazy yeah they're yeah, in a hiding must, to nothing yeah we must pay tribute I mean I'm sure there's a few you know listeners out there that uh, would have would have had a a margarita and uh, ah, yes, you know, a yes, bit of yes. a celebration for the old Jimmy Buffett. You'd have been a bit of a Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yeah. Man, I, said to Grant, I said to Grant this morning, Jimmy Buffett died. He said, who's Jimmy Buffett? Oh, Grant, where were you, son? I don't think I was born then. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hang that. Hang on, you're not that much younger I'm going to go me. with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm very sad to hear that. But, uh, yeah, no, um, he was a good entertainer. He was so successful, Alan. Yes. Like... Um, I, I don't think Margaritaville was... That was his first big one, which was 1977. And um, he created such energy and, and a vibe around that Florida Keys. Uh, but he just became bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, and the Florida Keys got so big he moved out. I think he ended up was living in the Caribbean at St. Bart's because he could. It's estimated he, was, he ended up being worth half a billion dollars. Wow, wow. And that was because... He invested in a whole bunch of restaurants um, and, you know, Margaritaville restaurants and resorts and, and yeah. holiday parks. So he was he was just the biggest institution um, out there in America. And it, I don't know, it was a, it's a real coastal country rock vibe. I, I've, I've always liked him. I'm not, you know, I've never probably bought an album, if I'm going to be honest, but I've always enjoy the song when it's come on. Coastal country rock vibe. That's like having a cowboy surfer. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And it's sort of like, you know, they wore those really Larry t- Larry shirts and yeah. um apparently there's a there's a a song he does with another fella um which has had 200 million views, the most viewed uh clip on radio, uh, I'm sorry, on YouTube ever. Wow. For rock for a country rock song, so okay, yeah, no worries. Worry, what was that worry? Oh, by the clock song, yeah. So what is it? Um, by the clock song. Oh, the five o'clock somewhere song. Oh, oh you know, yeah, the five, five o'clock, o'clock somewhere. Yeah, which is a great a great attitude to have, isn't it? It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> we just say the sun is over the yard, and then we can have a drink. Yeah, but what if it's not? It is. You can just still say it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to leave it at that, Mel. Thank you very much. And uh, you enjoy your trip home today and have uh, make sure Warren has a good Father's Day. I will. We will. Okay. okay. Thanks bye for time. your time this morning. Okay. Bye. See you, Karen. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Just for Mel. We'll take a break and be back with more. We all answer questions every day for all kinds of reasons. Soon, your answer will help make an important decision for Australia. A referendum will be held this year on whether to alter the Constitution to recognise the First Peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. All Australian citizens aged 18 and over must vote and the government must act on what Australia decides. 
Your answer matters. Learn more at aec.gov.au. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy. Alzheimer's. There can be no cure Dystonia. without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300-88-6660. Introducing the Car Sales Car of the Year, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range, the Kia EV6 is leading the charge. And with its ultra-fast charging technology, you can charge from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. The Kia EV6, car sales, car of the year. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop in to your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670-8888. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Just, just letting you know, Blakey, how it should be. The salt shaker. Yeah, the, the salt shaker. But hang on, you should have Jimmy Buffett playing because I'm sure Paul's a big Jimmy Buffett fan. Let's find out. Paul Burt, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself? Hmm. Been better, but okay. What, what, what's wrong? You got the man flu? No, got the man booze flu. Oh. <laughs> Trust me to ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mm, so it was a good day fishing yesterday, and you too had a party. Much, too much Margaritaville. I know. How's that, Paul? That was so bad. Yes, Grant but, didn't know who he was. No. Yes. Can you see that's criminal? Yeah, that's what I thought. You notice he's very quiet. <laughs> how, how could he not? How could they not know who Jimmy Buffett was? That's terrible. He's so sad. He's young too. I mean, seventy-six. Well, if you compare it to Kieran, he's young. 
well, <laughs> that whole thing is sticks, really. Yeah. You know, when you think about it. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel for it. That's sad. It's terrible. Yeah. How many years did he spend kicking back in the Caribbean with his millions? Uh, Not enough. He loved, Not he enough. He loved fishing. Yeah. Did he? You know, and he had a yeah, big boat and loved fishing and just, he was an awesome guy. I had a mate of mine took him surfing over here and yeah, he's just a cool cat. Really good guy. There you go. And had um, his, um, like his retirement villages over there in our work called Margaritaville. <laughs> where they'd, um, they would set up, we've got a lot of these cookbooks and stuff, see? But they'd set up, um, like, you know, they'd go down, all the uh, retirement places would, um, you know, they'd have their communal where they'd all go down and sing along and have, you know, wine hours and cocktail hours and all that sort of stuff in the afternoon. And, yeah, it was, what, a, what a great way to... Did they have smoking areas too? I would not clue. <laughs> Is that what knocked him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. But, no, it's, he, he was good. He was very yeah. laid back. I was. I remember yeah. he fell off the stage a couple of years ago. He was doing a show somewhere. Well, yeah, I think I do remember that. Yeah, broken, yeah. broken arm or a shoulder or something. Yeah, oh, sounded like man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that last night, but anyway, it's all good. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. Good. You, can you remember last night? Daylight. Yeah, too many lychee martinis, mate. That's what happened. <laughs> anyway, it's all good. Uh, hey, the sun's up and there's a few clouds in the sky. Hello, mate. That's a weather report. <laughs> well, we asked him yesterday what was coming up on uh, Step Outside today. He couldn't and he said, I'll, I'll do my research. I, I reckon where Buckley's are finding this out. <laughs> Should I, I'll just hop online, shall I? Yeah. Uh, today there's a couple of changes because, you know, uh, but it's, it's yeah, 2.30 uh, p.m. Uh, oh, he's got the time right. So he's going all right. Sorry, keep going. Hey, 3 p.m. Melbourne, 3 p.m. Perth, and uh, 2... Uh, two thirty PM everywhere else today. Yeah, so it's uh, oh, but today's a good show. Yeah, great show today. So we've got lots of uh, fishing on there today, and uh, and also um, lots of deep water fishing and uh, estuary fishing, and um, and some awesome cooking with Roger Nick. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty good um, good show. Well, what have, what have we got planned for Father's Day? Well, we yeah, go, to, go to the park. Yeah, going to go to the park. I'm going to. Um, Put up a gazebo, and I'm going to put my uh, my chair up with some um, sunglasses on and have a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my young fella can go out in his chinny. He'll go for he'll go for wander, so he's all right. And uh, down the park where we're out the water, yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Should be should be fun. it's uh, good. Should, should be fun. And what about you boys? What do you got planned today? No, quiet day down by the river at home. I'm working. I was saying earlier, I had granddaughter's fourth birthday party yesterday. It was an ice cream party. Oh, how gorgeous would that be? Well, I don't know about the neighbours at my daughter's place because Mr. Whippy Van was there for an hour and a half with Greensleeves playing for an hour and a half through the speaker. I don't mind uh, Mr. Whippy. Yes. Uh, the cones, they're bloody awesome, aren't they? The, the soft it. serve. Yes. Yeah, the fireworks good. display was fantastic. Oh, no, they were gunshots, were they? The gunshots, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Mr. Whiffy playing, it was Deliverance playing. That's all right. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Mr. Whiffy playing, it was the Deliverance. Deliverance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, we... um, well, it's got, you know, today we've got uh, beautiful weather today. A bit of a high shifted up, so we're going to have some nice... Um, nice well, partly cloudy, but it's going to be gorgeous. But uh, last night I was in Brisbane, the city of Brisbane, doing uh, the river fire up there. They had all the jets flying through, the big Hercules flying over, and 
all that jazz. And, uh, mate, it was gorgeous. Had the, the really lovely fireworks been shot off the top of the roofs of the buildings and off the... Oh, uh, but they weren't shooting things off because I thought the Premier was coming back into the state. No, 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 no. They, no, it all actually, when the plane came over, they were getting close, but no. No, she was coming back. But no, no, it was a good night. A river fire. Uh, tens of thousands of people lined the banks up there. It's a, it is a, a really good show. Uh, they stopped the traffic um, going across the uh, the, the, uh, the bridges and uh, the freeway there at uh, at Brisbane, and uh, yeah, it was you know fireworks. Yeah, cool, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been good. You can't remember too much. When I used to do Indy on the Gold Coast, Paul, I was staying up at Southport one year, and I was, I was up pretty high, and they have um, air displays there. Yeah. They had the jet fighter. He'd make his way out over Southport, and he'd come screaming in between the buildings and then and follow the, the main straight down. Where I was staying, as he came past, I'd look down into the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, wow. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, that, and then you had the um, the RAF boys in the helicopter go through. Oh, you know what? If they took me up one. Bertie, you'd love this. They took me up one night for a, yeah. for a bit of a, a fly after the. Uh, it was a Friday afternoon after the gig was over. Yeah. They have got they have got the best toys up there. So what they do is they go sit down off the coast, go into stealth mode. They give you these uh, glasses you can see through night, night, vision. night vision goggles, yeah. and you look back at the motels. Need I say more? <laughs> wow, wow! Is that is that yeah, on the helicopter? On the helicopter. Do they have like a stealth? Like you can't hear them? They shut down the noise. Oh, uh, it's. I wouldn't call it quiet. They call it stealth mode. I wouldn't call it stealth mode. But you know, <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, they got in trouble, the boys there, because they were holding up the signs as they're going past the buildings. That time. <laughs> Like, show us your knockers. Yes. Uh, they weren't showing up scorecards. Uh, and we got told on track not to, not to encourage people to do exactly that to <laughs> the pilots as they made their way past. Didn't work. <laughs> I had a, had a cameraman who was a, a really good a really good friend. Um, he was up on the, the crane on, on Main Street, so he had a massive lens on. Oh, you'd pay him gold for the vision he got. Oh, dear. Wow. We're going to get into trouble. Let's move hey, on. Where can we catch a fish up at the Gold Coast? Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> Grant, see he passed, mate. Oh, bloody <laughs> oath. <laughs> what do you mean, passed? <laughs> you see man. Define passed. <laughs> mate, we had, um, look, you know, yeah, if you're going fishing today, just, uh, you know, just um, wear a life jacket and... <laughs> And have fun, you know, just try the broad water. You'll do okay. There's heaps of whining and flathead and brim. God, if you don't catch a fish today, just give up. It's um, There's lots of fish out there today. It's a really, it's a lovely day. We've got a big tide in the morning. That's something big that's coming. Big tide today, mid, mid-morning high. You had a super moon Thursday night. Um, you know, it was a fairly large moon, so that's obviously drawn a lot of activity with the tidal pool. So there's lots of lots of movement in the water at the moment. But a little bit of weed around, obviously, the snot weed area. So that that makes it difficult to be fishing around the weed flats and the sand flats for flatties. But the flatties are thick, man. They're thick. There's so many flatties, all the way from you know Kalinga Bank, Caruso Island, uh, down around the, the five ways, uh, leading through the back end of of, uh, of the jumping pin, um, and even up around the, the the ends and the banks of Short Island near Slipping Sands, opposite Slipping Sands. All of those areas there are just phenomenal. They're thick with flathead and some beautiful flathead as well. Um, you know, a young fella picked up something. He was using the squidgy prawn. 
the other yep. day. Um, Caelan was uh, in the in the Broadwater on last Sunday. I was with his mate, and beautiful big flooding. We're talking uh, a few kilos, probably in the mid seventies. So yeah, some really really good flatties, and they're thick. They're, they're lots of them. So um, we've got the flathead classic coming up at the end of this month. So that's a, that's a good timing for it. So obviously spring. Um, Loads of, of good quality ludicrous still about at the moment. The water temp's still around 20 degrees, so they're, they're moving around if you want to chase those things. And they're down around the entrance to the Tweed Bar in the Tweed River there, um, also down near the hospital opposite the rock wall. Um, up here, you can try it opposite the Seaway Tower and the rock wall as well. Um, White Boat Island walls, yeah, there's, there's plenty of them. But um, Greg Reed, who you've probably already had on this morning, Reed was uh, using, he uses a, 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 a imitation uh, weed fly for his lyric, which he, he told me when I spoke to him on the blower a little while ago, and I, I actually ordered some off this fella, and um, they were good. They're good. They, you just put on two on like a Patnos sort of a rig, and um, yeah, mate, they just crush it. We should so, actually mention Mr. Reed's on the uh, sick, sick list. Yes, moment, he's yeah. got. He has got the flu. He got, he got man flu. Yeah. No. Yeah, man flu. Yeah. Martini's fix that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, we're going to leave yeah. it there. You go back and awesome. put your sunglasses on. Put the the uh, thing up. And go yeah. back. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you this afternoon on Step Outside. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Thank you for watching and listening. Cha-cha. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I wish I knew one of his neighbours. I would pay cash for them to play thrash metal full volume He's all day live on one side. They'll play it. There's no problem. <gasps> oh, I'll give him a ring. Hang on a second. Yeah. We'll take a break. I'll give him a buzz. Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. Look, unfortunately, too many arms of government telling us what to do. It starts with your local council, then it follows through to state politics, and of course it ends up with federal politics. That's right, and I mean, nothing ever gets repealed, does it? Oh, this is for your own good, we're going to put this in. They just slowly eat into your personal choices, until one day we won't have any personal choices left. Brent Boltitude has Sydney talking. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. We've all heard it. Washing your dishes by hand saves water. It's a myth. That's why Whirlpool designs innovative kitchen appliances with the environment in mind. Featuring patented six-sense technology, Whirlpool dishwashers save up to 50% on energy and can clean a family-sized load with just a fraction of the water you'd use in the sink. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. When you take Arborvitae to help you manage arthritis and other aches and pains, you can do so with absolute confidence. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To order online or to find the location of your nearest Arborvitae stockist, go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U. Or you can phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. 1300 879 863. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. 
Pell guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to Pell, that's P W L L kidhomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Hot, hot, what you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Ream Ambihate Heat Pump Winner of Canstar Blues Innovation Excellence Award 2023 Install the ring Except nothing less than Australia's best 2SM has Sydney talking More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could It is ten and a half minutes away from seven o'clock. Is it? It is. At seven o'clock we'll update the news. Okay. Now he's made a special trip back from his sojourn at Port Stephens, not Mm -hmm. relaxing, working at Port Stephens at Fisheries. Uh, from DPI, Peter Turnell. Morning, Pete. Morning, Al. Morning, Grant. How are you guys? Not too bad. a bit disappointed the football season's finished for the year, but uh, that's right. I thought to you on Friday night. I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to be happy. No, but, I wasn't uh, happy. Yeah. But we'll just no, move on to boating no, now. Nor was I. No. Hard watching, wasn't it? It was. It was. But uh, mm. no problems. Now, Laurie McAnally mentioned it before, but um, the changes to the Jewfish, Mulloway. Yep. Um, oh, yep. And he was uh, quite content with it. Pleased. He was pleased with it. There's no problem. So okay. that's, that's a seal of approval. Well, look, when Laurie says something, I sit up and listen, so that that's good. And I did miss him this morning, to be honest. I uh, I, I did sleep in a little bit. But, um, yeah, generally when Laurie's got a view, it's, it's worth listening to. So we've um, disagreed on things in the past, but um, always respect his view. So, no, it's good, good to hear. Yeah. So do you want to tell the people what the actual changes are to the Mulloway? Yeah, so what we've done, we've introduced, and I'll start with the recreational sector. That's a, that'll be a boat limit of two. Um the size limit of 70 and the bag limit of one remains. Uh, for the charter sector, that'll go down to a boat limit of three. So they're probably going to have to move on if they've hit a school of, um, of Mulloway and, and, and start targeting other fish. But and even not just a charter boat, but even a recreational boat, if you want to motor out there fishing, you've already got two Jews, it's really a waste of time to stay there and fish, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah. Time to move on because they, they're, they're a schooling animal. So you know, if, you, if you're getting one, two, you'll you know probably get more. So yeah. uh, with the boat limit, yeah, it's it's one of those uh, one of those things. We'd be asking people to move on, but uh, or encouraging. Sorry, but um, then with the commercial sector, we managed that up until um, until last week with um, primarily input controls, where you're looking at limiting the amount of times they can go fishing, what they what they can use. Um, We've flipped that around to take an, an approach of uh, output control style, so a cap on how much they can take. Um, so that cap's now in at 200 kilos per uh, fisher per day, which sounds like a lot, but um, they're not catching these fish every day anyway. And what we're, what we're doing by that is eliminating a fairly small number of large catches. So you'll get those in the estuary fishery. You'll also get them in the, uh, the ocean beach hall fishery. So... Yeah, we're trying to limit those. But what we're what we're trying to achieve here is, yeah, this is a depleted species. We need to do something about it. So we're, what we're trying to do is set up some rules, interim rules that everyone does a bit of the heavy lifting to to help 
help the species recover. Now, Pete, I should say 200 kilos for commercial sounds a lot to a recreational fisher, but what was the mm. limit up until you changed it last week? Well, there was no actual limit on most of the fisheries other than the ocean hauling guys who had 500 kilos per endorsement holder where you could have you know, three or four of them on a beach. Okay, so that's... All of a sudden, that adds up to a significant amount, yeah. so... It is, a, it is a, a, a significant reduction and as I said, these are interim measures because we're getting towards um, finalising a harvest strategy for Mulloway. But the instrument that actually gives effect, this is a little bit of a legal, legal background for you, but the instrument that actually gives effect to the current rules was expiring at the end of um, August. So we had to renew it. We could renew it with the current arrangements, which over the last five years or more have, not, have had sort of marginal marginal effect on, on helping Mulloway recover. So it was time yep. to just tighten up a bit. But when the harvest strategy comes in, that'll uh, that'll determine what the rules will be going forward till we can recover the species and hopefully we, we can relax things. But, um, you know, and one of the things the harvest strategy is showing is that we need far better data on rec catch. We need to be able to count and manage rec catch because at the moment, you know, we've got a bag limit of one and that's still not having... Um, the overall effect of being able to reduce recreational catch because people that generally catch them generally only catch about one. And it's not everyone that goes fishing for these things. You know, you don't pick them up off the end of a jetty during the middle of the day. This is, you know, following moons and tide yeah. phases and, you know, putting them in the, putting in the hard yard. So, yeah. Okay. So now, that's where we're at. Okay. Now, we had Mark Benaziak on yesterday from Shooters, mm-hmm. Fishers and Farmers. Yep. And he was posing a question. He said there was some talk about putting slot limits on kingfish. So yeah, is I that had a look ju- at that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I had a look at that. And, um, yeah, it's a good point. But what I think it is, I, I think there's a gentleman with a petition. Um, okay. And I found out from my guys yesterday, they've been in touch with, um, with this gentleman on... I think it was Friday, and we're explaining the the harvest strategy for kingfish and snapper type species, so those line and trap caught species. Um, so they were talking with him about that. So um, yeah, look, we get a, we get a lot of different views and a lot of a, a range of very very different views coming forward about how we should manage different species. So. You know, I'm not surprised to hear someone putting forward a slot limit for. Yeah, but there's nothing planned. Nothing planned as such. Plus, kingfish is a lot different proposition to what Mulloway are or what Flathead are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Look, Mulloway's depleted and has been for a little while. The others the others aren't. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of free advice in my job. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of it relates to uh, it relates to species like kingfish and snapper. But yeah. difficult part for us is, is uh, and I, I'm not saying this about the guy's petition, and, you know, it's, um, it, it's a bit different. Quite often I'll get proposals to actually reallocate it from one group to another group yes, because the other yes. group would like to have more access and then yeah. uh, well, have you spoken to the people you want me to take it from yet <laughs> oh no 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 that's your job yeah okay good so yeah so there's a lot of um okay and as i said i don't think that that's what this guy's up to no. but um okay. yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have a look at it and if uh, if he's got uh if he's got some ideas and, and and support we'll definitely put that into the harvest strategy process which they're they're working through at the moment okay pete thank you very much for your time this morning always appreciate it as usual and we'll catch up soon not a problem and happy father's day to uh, to you guys and everyone listening thanks pete Pete Turnell. Peter Turnell from Department of Primary Industry. He's a good boy and a South supporter. Just reading through, I think, because uh, the music's starting in the background, yeah. I can hear that. I think we've got through everything on the rundown from Kieran. Oh, wait a minute. There's something at the end here. 
Happy Father's, Father's Day, Day from me. Happy Father's Day to you too, Kieran. We miss you in here, buddy. And with the uh, a little bit of a lump off the coast, might be worth taking a look at before you, you head on out. But as Kieran would always say at this time of day... Keep your eye on the sky and safe boating, everyone. Thanks for listening. Same time, same channel. Next Saturday and Sunday. Well, the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.